Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Imagine a legend where gangsters, military generals, and a secret organization conspire to hide millions of dollars in gold and jewels inside tunnels and caves. Okay, now imagine it's true. This is the story of Yamashita's treasure. As World War II rages in the Pacific, the Japanese loot millions from across Asia. The treasure is covertly transported to the Philippines under the direction of Japanese General Tomoyuki Yamashita. But when the Allies win the war, the location of this vast fortune is lost. Flash forward to 1970, when a Filipino treasure hunter makes an astounding find part of Yamashita's treasure in the form of gold bars and a golden Buddha filled with diamonds. But a dictatorial government seizes the loot and imprisons the man who found it. Now, the treasure hunter's son is picking up where his father left off, and he believes he's close to finding more of the missing millions. There's also reports that a shadowy team of armed men have dynamited into a sea cave and removed wooden crates. Could they have found part of the lost bounty? And if so, did they leave anything behind? The search for Yamashita's treasure has consumed men for decades. Some have even paid with their lives. Now it's my turn to join the search. My plan, to determine if the treasure is really out there, and then to make it back home safe to tell the tale. My name is Josh Gates. With a degree in archeology span and a passion for exploration, my travels have taken me to the ends of the earth as I investigate the greatest legends in history. This is Expedition Unknown. Manila, a study in chaos. 12 million people, all of them on the move. Manila is not the kind of city that inspires love at first sight. It's more of a relationship you have to work at. Nearly every description of this place uses words like gridlock, noise, pollution, and poverty. 
This is an ever-expanding urban jungle wrapped in a blanket of heat and humidity. But the key to Manila's heart is not its architecture, it's its people. I love anybody with a great sense of humor, and it doesn't take long to realize that Filipinos are total goofballs. Maybe it's the heat. Look at this guy. Look, forget the onions. Sell fans. For whatever reason, Filipinos always seem to be laughing. The pervasive sense of humor here is impressive, especially considering Manila's difficult and devastated past. So if you really want to see the fingerprints of the many colonizers here in the Philippines, all you have to do is come to the battle-scarred walls of Fort Santiago. This place was built over 400 years ago by Spain when all of this was part of the Spanish East Indies. The British were here for a hot second, and then later the Americans took control. We gave up the city to the Japanese in World War II, only to come back in 1945 to retake it. While the Nazis were plundering the riches of Europe, the Japanese were doing the same in Southeast Asia, amassing millions of dollars in gold and jewels. Enter Japanese General Tomoyuki Yamashita. He comes to Manila in 1944 to defend against Allied forces and reportedly to oversee the burial of the stolen war treasures brought to the Philippines for safekeeping. Yamashita was known as the Tiger of Malaya and oversaw what became known as the Massacre of Manila. As many as 500,000 Filipino civilians were killed and 90% of the city destroyed in the process, including much of Fort Santiago. During World War II, nearly 1,000 POWs died in these tunnels and dungeons under the fort. And then after the war, this really became the prime candidate for where people thought that Yamashita's treasure might be hiding. But even though treasure hunters turned these tunnels upside down, not a single piece of gold was ever found down here. To figure out the truth about Yamashita's fortune, I need to learn more about the man it's named after. To do that, I'm going to meet a historian across town. Unfortunately, Manila suffers from the worst traffic on the planet, so I'm taking a local train, and I do mean local. This is known as the train track taxi. Uh, the community here basically uh, borrows the train tracks for little local runs around the city. It's cheap, it's environmentally sound, human powered, Really, I can't think of anything that could go wrong here. Oh, wait. Train? Yes. Train. Okay, here we go. Train. Everybody off? Okay, game on. And we're back. Here we go. Safety last. High five. Bam. After hopping off, I link up with Dr. Arnell Hoven, a World War II historian. We're supposed to be meeting at Yamashita's headquarters, but looking around, I feel like we might be in the wrong spot. This is not exactly what I pictured. Like, we're on the side of the freeway. Well, this area used to be a military fort. Right here? Right here. Wow, okay. During the war, this was Yamashita's headquarters down there. With the American and Allied forces closing in on Manila, Yamashita's base of operations is concealed deep underground. Are these guys here for us? Yep. Wow. We got a special access, Josh. One, two, three. A team of police and government officials have agreed to open the normally sealed entrance to the tunnels. Careful. Wow. It's open. Look at that. It's just stairs going down into the darkness. Underneath a big city. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Crazy. Yep. And it just keeps going. We descend the steep staircase, which keeps going and going 
and going. By the time we hit the bottom, we're at least 100 feet under the streets of Manila, and it's at least 100 degrees down here as well. So this was uh, turned into a bomb shelter at some point? It was a bomb shelter, yeah. These silent tunnels were once abuzz with activity, the command center for the man who reportedly hid millions in gold and treasures. I had no idea that it was going to be this big down here. Does he leave any clues behind for us? Is there any path to follow from Yamashita? Well, Joshua had to remember, many of the senior Japanese officers were executed after the war, including right. Yamashita. Yamashita was found guilty of war crimes and was executed by hanging in February of 1946. With him went the whereabouts of the treasure, a mystery that has turned into a national obsession. So if I'm looking for the treasure, where do I start? I think it's like in a cave, but it's most likely guarded by booby traps. Booby traps? Yeah. During the Japanese uh, period, many of the soldiers did set up booby traps. So that's a real thing? It's a real thing. Unfortunately, people got killed before they could get to those treasures. Really? Proceed with caution. With no physical clues in Yamashita's command center, we ascend to the surface and call it a night. By the light of a new day, I grab an old Jeep Willy and head up the coast. There have recently been reports that treasure hunters may have located part of the loot. Before I delve into the latest leads in the case, I'd like to make sure that I don't accidentally blow myself up while looking for the gold. Hey guys, you know where the beach is? <laughs> All right, thanks dudes, bye. I've wrangled an audience with government explosives expert Hernan Cruz. He's going to give me the keys to surviving a treasure hunt in the Philippines. I'm here because I'm interested in Yamashita's treasure. Okay. Part of the story is that the treasure may be booby-trapped. Well, that's true. It is true? Yeah, that's true. We have records. Uh, those uh, who are involved in the treasure hunting were uh, being uh, killed by the booby traps. Really? Yeah. So what should I be on the lookout for? Well, if you want, I can show you some demonstrations how to determine uh, booby traps. Great. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. So if you're standing here. Right. Yeah, this is a vegetation. There is a tripwire set. Wait, I don't even, I don't see it. Already not doing well here. I don't, uh, I see it now. I see it. This is the tripwire. Any amount of disturbance on that wire yeah. and that will explode. Yes. Wow. If I come across something like this, mm -hmm. what do I do? To locate the other end. Which is here, yes. Here, and we will see a bamboo. So there it is. Secure the pin uh -huh. and bend its end. Okay, I see, so then the pin can't come out. Yes. So, so now it's, it's safe? Secured. Very carefully cut the wire and we're safe. And we're safe. Okay. Unfortunately, it's not just the bamboo grenades I have to watch out for. There are also poison gas traps, landmines, and trick helmets used as bait for greedy treasure hunters. He's even rigged one up with live explosives. Yeah, if you move the helmet, it will explode. And it, again, it's nearly invisible in there. And how big is that explosion typically? Well, I can show you. You'll show me? Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. So try not to disturb the helmet. Uh-huh. Then put the tape to secure it. That's it. So we're spooling this out, obviously being really careful not to have any tension on this line. How far back do we need to go? Uh, maybe 20 feet. Okay. Maybe 30. So I think this is safe enough. Well, as long as you think so. Fire in the hole!
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm in the Philippines hunting down a legendary lost treasure from World War II. For protection, explosives expert Hernan Cruz is showing me how not to get blown up by a Japanese booby trap. Fire in the hole! Oh my God, that's crazy. That went right through me. Yeah. I could feel that yeah, in my you, gut. Yeah, you can feel the shockwave. So we're, we're 30 or 40 feet away and it's that strong. Yes. So if you were standing right on top of that, if you yes. picked up that helmet, you'd be dead. When searching for Yamashita treasure, be very careful. Be very careful. Yeah, yeah no kidding. That yeah. is crazy. After a terrifying lesson in how careful I need to be here, I take my new knowledge into the field and continue up the coast. There are a lot of different places where people think that Yamashita's treasure could be buried. Recently, though, there have been whispers that a group was searching for this treasure out by the coast in an area known as Alaminos. The reports were kind of sketchy. They said that these guys went out there in boats and they were financed by some kind of shadowy foreign entity, very cloak and dagger stuff. It turns out, though, that there were some fishermen in this area who claimed to see these guys digging for the treasure. I've managed to get a hold of one of those guys who's agreed to talk with me as long as I obscure his identity. Thank you very much for meeting with me. I understand that you, you saw these treasure hunters, is that right? Yes, I saw 12 men going in boats every day for several weeks. I would sell them fish. Then I saw them hauling gold bars out of the hole and loading them into a boat. I never saw them again. 
who was leading the group? A foreigner, but I don't know who he was. Do you know exactly where this happened? I mean, is it easy to get out to this place? No, it's a dangerous spot called Bakong. Very bad waves and current there. And do you think there's still treasure out there? The authorities heard about them, so they cleared out in a hurry. There's probably more in the cave. So the fisherman's story is compelling, but also kind of fantastic. And it begs the question, is it really true? I drive on to meet with Inyang Garan and Arli Juarez, two treasure hunters who plan to find out. How long have you been treasure hunting for, Inyang? Five years, sir. Five years. Why did you start treasure hunting? It's because I believe there are treasures left by the Japanese here in the Philippines. Every time I bring up Yamashita's treasure to someone, everybody knows the story. Yes. And do lots of people look for treasure here? The whole Philippines, actually. Even the politicians are looking for the treasure. Even the politicians? Yeah. Wow. How come you guys are going to be the ones to find it? Why are you looking around here? Because a few months ago, we heard some treasure hunter blasting Bakong Cave. It's one of the hiding place of the Japanese uh, during the World War II. If they got the treasure out, what, what are you guys looking for? We believe that they left on the hurry and still left treasure inside the cave. I see. So they may have left stuff behind. Yeah. Okay, so what's the plan of attack? Take the boats. We're going to try to find it where is the blessing was. If you find it, we try to go to the shore. Okay. We don't know what's over there. Right. Maybe the tunnel not strong enough anymore, so you need to be careful with the rocks. Right. And they put something under like booby trap. Yes, I've learned about that. Okay, let's do it. We prep dive gear and load up several motorized outriggers. Once aboard, we hit the open water and head toward the mysterious cave. This is the place. This is it. That is it. That's the entrance actually of the caves. You can see it very clearly. Arlie spots what appears to be a blast hole in the rock, but between it and us are 150 yards of swirling ocean and no dock in sight. The Japanese buried treasure here because of the strong current of the waters. It's very difficult to enter in the main entrance. Me. I don't see how we would get near that thing without destroying this boat. Careful over there, rocks on the right. I mean, this is suicide in here. How did those guys get in there? Uh, the treasure hunter waited for a good condition. And when, when is it usually calm around here? Uh, that's three months. So not right now? Not right now. <laughs> This is what we in the business call a challenging day. We can swim from here, and then we can reach the hole over there. What do you think? The current is too much for Inyang's comfort, but Arlie is game to try. So I call over to one of my cameramen on our other boat, who happens to be one of the best divers I know. Hey, Evan! Yeah? Feel like going for a swim? I I'd be concerned about the, the swell. Sorry, I can't hear you. Let's swim in. All right, I'm down for anything. We decide to take a chance and dive into the wild swells. We swim against the current as quickly as possible. But once we reach the shore, it takes everything in our power not to get slammed into the rocks. Just gotta find a place to scramble up. Okay, I'm up! Okay, we're alive. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. We climb over the rocks, trying not to tumble back into the rough water. Is that the hole right there? Yeah. How cool is that? Look at that. Just this huge round opening. That's not natural. There's no way. It's really hard to break the rocks. If the Japanese really did use this as a secret storage space, it's no wonder it remained hidden for so many years. We know these guys came here. The question is, what did they pull out of here? And is anything left behind? Is any evidence here? 
uh, that this could have been part of Yamashita's treasure. You can, you can hear water, so it must yeah. connect out to the ocean. Yeah. Now. So there may be another entrance. Yeah. The sounds of the water are a little bit scary. You going first or am I going yeah, first? Yeah, I go first and they just follow me. I won't argue with that. Let's go. Let's do it. Just come here. Okay. We, we have another hole over here. It's going down. Oh my God. We got a hole that goes forward and a hole that goes down. Yeah. But that lower one looks partially flooded. With the tide rushing in, we only have limited time to check out the tunnel. So I decide to take a risk and head below. Careful. Let's just see if there's any signs of anything here. Flooded. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Let's move quick, boys. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Don't stop. With water levels rising, we have limited time to check out the rest of the cave. Stay too long, and we'll drown. I see something weird back here. Hold on, here. Deeper in the cave, I find evidence that maybe the Japanese were actually here. So what is there? There's stuff back here. Looks like a rail system. Looks like they were moving something on a rail here, maybe? Weak because the water's going up already. It keeps going and going back here. My friends, Joe, need to come back. The water goes up already. The water's getting high tide, so you get dropped here. Five minutes and we're out. You got it. Let's just try to get to the back of this thing. Try to get around this corner. I got parts of metal. This could definitely be World War II. Really? More canisters. Yeah, it's going up already. Going yeah. up already. And now I just want to see what's back here. Some cloth. I think that's the people died here. It looks blocked back here. It's no more. That's the end. This very last part looks like it's caved in. We've hit a dead end and time is running out. But that's when I find just the proof I've been looking for. 100% I see drilling holes. Yeah. Here and here. This might actually have been blown out, it looks like. This section looks like it's caved in, though. I think we're going back to the boats. We got to try to find another way into this thing, maybe around the corner. We get out just in time and swim back to our boat to regroup. Arlie is confident there's another way into this cave system. So we sail around to the other side where the waters are calmer and more protected. That tunnel that we found looks like it went straight through to this side. So we're gonna try to dive up and down the shore here a little bit, see if we can find any other underwater flooded entrances that might go into the system. We dive along the shore, and while the sea life is incredible, we don't see any other openings into the caves. Until we surface, that is. You see that over there? But we're not gonna fit in there with scuba gear. So we can remove our fins uh, a little bit easy for us. You're crazy. In theory, going in seems easy, but the reality proves to be a little more complicated. All right, here's your tank. It's my turn next to squeeze in. I'm just happy I passed on that breakfast burrito this morning. Okay, let's see what we got down here. Definitely goes deep. Some sections are fully flooded. Other areas have pockets of air. 
Despite the terrifying entrance, it's actually an oddly beautiful world down here. But soon, things get darker. Arlie leads the way through a maze of passages. Visibility drops to nothing, so Arlie sets a guide rope. Let go of this line, and we risk becoming permanent residents in this cavern. I follow Arlie into the unknown, hoping it will lead us to either Yamashita's gold or at least evidence that it was once here. Bits of metal here. And then a clue. Got something. Looks, looks like a bullet. It is a bullet. Arlie, look around. Maybe there's more. Minutes later, Arlie finds another bullet. Both appear to be World War II era. We're beyond excited and set to work canvassing the rest of the cavern. We discover what looks like more drilling marks, but no trace of the gold. With tanks running low on air, we pull ourselves back along the guideline and out of the narrow exit. Two bullet casings down there as well, which is really cool. They look old, yeah? Uh, look really old. They're not modern. No one, it's mine, huh? One's yours, one's mine. Uh, uh, yeah. Camp exploration. So cool. <laughs> really cool. Saying goodbye to Arlie and Inyang, I leave the sea behind and return to shore. Steering my Jeep uphill and into the mountains. My destination is the Philippines' second largest city, where there's a man with a rare connection to Yamashita's treasure. He's actually seen some of it. So this is the city of Baguio. Baguio is really cool, literally. It's probably 30 degrees colder here than it is down in Manila, but it's also just kind of otherworldly. You don't really feel like you're in Southeast Asia. It's in these pine forests and you're almost in the cloud layer. So this kind of eerie fog comes through the city throughout the day. I haven't eaten all day, so my first stop is in the Baguio City Public Market. What, what, what am I going to do with these? Well, this place is a real sausage fest. Look at this. So this is a real frog yes, that has been dried out and uh, turned into a purse. Is that? Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. It, it's a little tight. I got a little bit of a frog in my throat here. And you don't have one that's like a tadpole bigger, do you? Despite the bounty on display, I don't leave with anything except a bunch of punchlines. Down the street is my next stop, one that underscores the real human cost of pursuing a legend like Yamashita's gold. One of the things about the legend of Yamashita's treasure is that for a long time people thought it was just that, a legend, a story. After all, aspects of it sound really far-fetched. Uh, that all changed in 1970, when a Filipino treasure hunter made an astounding discovery. In 1970, a locksmith named Rogelio Rojas got information from a Japanese soldier about part of Yamashita's treasure buried in a tunnel underneath Baguio City. Rojas gathered a team of 20 men, dug deep down, and hit the jackpot. Countless boxes of gold bars and a three-foot-tall, one-ton golden Buddha filled with diamonds. But when Philippines Prime Minister Ferdinand Marcos heard about the treasure, Rojas was apprehended. His son, Henry, has taken up his father's work and resumed the search, and he believes that he is close to making a major discovery. I'm meeting Henry at their family museum, which sits right in the heart of the city. It's home to an impressive collection of uncovered World War II treasure, as well as an incredible international coin collection. There's no shortage of items here memorializing his father's golden Buddha discovery. So this is a replica of, of, of what uh, the, uh, your dad found. My dad found right. 
Henry, you have an amazing collection here. Thank you, sir. I want to know more about what happened after his father found the Golden Buddha and Marcos sent his men to confiscate it. They go inside our place and get the Golden Buddha, including the gold bars. They took everything? They took everything, including my dad. They tortured my father. They put my dad in jail. How long was he imprisoned for? Two and a half years. In 1987, Rojas sued Marcos, which launched a lengthy court case. It eventually went to trial, and the Rojas family was victorious. But before he could collect, the victory was snatched away in a tragic twist. My dad died at 6.30 in the morning, and there, uh, there is a small hole here. And then uh, they autopsy my dad. It's unknown death. You don't think he died naturally? No, sir. Have a lot of people over the years met with foul play looking for the treasure? Yes, sir. All the people in the Philippines want to be a rich. They're watching. You get something, maybe they will kill you. I've heard that you have a new place that you're looking, that you think is promising. Pangasinan, another Japanese soldier, sir, told to my father that there is a uh, gold in another place. My father drew me a map. I destroyed the map, uh, but I memorized the place. So you're convinced that this is the place? I'll invite you to cease to believe, sir. What are we waiting for? Let's go. Yes, sir. We leave the museum, bound for a top-secret location, where Henry believes he's about to discover Yamashita's treasure. He's asked me to join him in excavating his family legacy, a secret cave where his late father believed some of Yamashita's treasure is hidden. Is this us? Yes, everything. This is us? Yeah. This is your jeepney? Yeah. Look at this thing. <laughs> Customizing uh, jeepneys is a big deal here in the Philippines. People take a lot of pride in these cars. Uh, the owner of this jeepney, obviously a big fan of Merca. Very patriotic, which I appreciate. Henry, are we all going to fit in this thing? Yeah, my man will go inside and we'll go upstairs, sir. We'll go upstairs? Yes. On the roof? Top floor. Oh, okay. Is that safe? Yes, sir. Very safe. No, no it's not. This is it. Let's do it. It's a long, bumpy ride, and I have no idea where we're going. Careful. Look out. In between dodging fallen branches and live power lines, Henry informs me that our destination is filled with some venomous guests. There's a cobra and a flying snake. A, fl a flying snake? Yes. Snakes aren't dangerous enough, now they can yes. fly? Yes. Come on, Philippines. Now you're just messing with me. We're coming to the site already. It's around here. Yes, it's around here. We arrive in the middle of nowhere and unload the massive amount of gear. I have no idea how we're going to get it all to the excavation site, but Henry tells me that he's arranged for some extra help. Six buffalo. That's, that's our help? Yes. Our help is the buffalo? Buffalo. Okay, great. The buffalo may look intimidating, but they can haul hundreds of pounds with ease. <laughs> you just have to be careful where you stand. Once we saddle up, our journey continues through a vast rice paddy. How long did you say it was, Henry? One hour, 30 minutes, sir. An hour and 30 minutes. I normally enjoy a long ride, but the seats on this one give new meaning to the term rawhide. Are you okay? I'm great. They're very comfortable. This is our car. It has all the things I look for in a car. It's slow and dangerous. Ha <laughs> ha. After nearly an hour of collecting bumps and bruises, we arrive at the edge of a jungle. Joshua, we're here now. This is it? Yes. And will the water buffalo go up? No, can't go up. We'll walk. 
Okay, we walk from here. Okay, thanks for the lift. The gear is once again offloaded, and we begin the steep ascent into the unknown. Borrow my knife. Okay, great. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay. After getting a serious bicep workout, we finally reach a small clearing, and I can't believe what's hiding here. Whoa, this is insane. I didn't realize it was going to be such a big cave. Yes. This is something else, really. From the looks of it, you could fit a symphony orchestra in this place. Let's get the gear set up and see what's in there. Henry's team soon arrives at the cave with all of the necessary gear in tow. They unpack metal detectors of all sizes and some less high-tech tools as well. Hey, Jos, you used the My stick. official snake clearing tool? Yeah, yes. Okay, great. We can toast marshmallows later too. With only stick and flashlight for protection, we set off into the cave. First order of business is to look for any snakes, which have been known to slither near the opening. Oh, Henry, right there. Uh oh Stop, stop, stop. Uh-oh. Snake skin. Yes. Cobra? Yeah, it's a cobra. Well, you're right about there being snakes here, that's for sure. Be really careful where you're stepping. For real. Oh, I see something move. Where? Under the rock? Yes. Where, yes. there? There. Be very careful, Henry. Oh, yeah, something there. Frog. That fracture is very poisonous. Poisonous? Yes. Whew, man, even the frogs are dangerous. Let's keep going. Don't touch anything. We go further into the cave to an area that Henry hasn't yet explored for treasure. Lots of bats. Ready to get down and dirty, we don our headlamps, pull out the metal detectors, and get to work. It doesn't take long before my detector starts to talk. Oh, Henry, I got a hit. We got something. Something there. What is this? Side of a container? It's a welded edge of something, but who knows what? It's old, been in here a long time. How would that have been in here? Japanese stay here before. They live here. So you think this is Japanese? Japanese. Amazing. Next, Henry guides me into another part of the tunnel. There, we find more proof that the Japanese had preceded us. What the f is that? Be careful. Wow. That is just a vertical shaft. You think this is man-made? Man-made, for sure. This is a uh, Japanese hole. Why do you think the Japanese would dig that? This is a booby trap. There are bamboo spikes down there. Uh huh. Maybe at one point this was covered and you fall through it? Yes. So the million dollar question is, if this was a booby trap, what was it uh, trying to keep people from? They're hiding something here. Have you been back in these tunnels here? Uh, we did not go before here because there's plenty snake here. You've never been in here because of snakes? Yes. Okay. So let's, let's skirt around the edge of this and see if we can get back there. Okay. We carefully sidestep what remains of the booby trap and discover a new tunnel that Henry has never seen before. Look at the size of this place. Okay, pretty low headroom in here. Oh, tunnel goes back. Oh, tunnel gets very small. A tiny crawl space off to the side catches our eye. We will go, but we cannot use the bigger yeah. detectors. Okay, sure. Very small space. Sure. Nice and slow, Henry. Oh, frog to your left. The urine from these frogs is poisonous. And if you ingest it, it can actually kill you. 
Can you see anything down there? There's Satano. Oh yeah, it does go back. It goes way back. What do you see? There is a small space inside. You cannot go inside. Very dangerous. While Henry squeezes toward the end of the tunnel, I'm keeping an eye on the poisonous frog. Well, he just jumped off. He's on the move. Oh, He's right. He's heading right. Hey, Henry, Henry, that frog's right there. Be careful. I give Kermit here some strong encouragement to vacate the premises. Straight toward my camera team. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, is going on down here tonight. It's too bad that frog would have made a nice coin purse. Time to get back to work. Oh, I got a nail here. Can someone hand me that small detector? Thanks. Yeah, there's nails back here. Old. I'm getting some hits here, Henry. There's metal back here for sure. Another nail. Looks like there might have been a box or something back here. No Look at that. I got a coin, Henry. Coin. Right here. Are you kidding me? Another coin. Two coins back here, Henry. Both just caked in mud. Look. Metal. Scraps of metal. Coin. Really small coin. Henry, I'm finding treasure. <laughs> That's treasure. <laughs> we gotta go clean these off. Let's back out of here and get some water on this. Okay, let's see what we got here. We exit the tunnel to wash off our find and get a better look. That's got an eagle on it. Yes. If it's a U.S. coin, it's not something in current circulation. It's not a quarter. That's a five centavo Philippine coins. A five centavos. This one as or well, you think? Two. Same? Five centavos? Five centavos. Are they current? Uh, 1944 and uh, 1945. 44 and 45? Yes. These are wartime. That's incredible. That has an eagle on it. Are these U.S. minted? They print in uh, U.S. and then they came to the Philippines and the Filipino used that uh, I coins. see. And this one, we don't know. I don't know, sir. Look at that. Just sitting in this cave. These centavos, are these rare or are these common? Oh, rare, sir. This is a good uh, sign that uh, there is a Yamashita treasure inside the tunnel. This, you think it could be here? Yes. Henry, I don't know how often you find coins like this, especially old coins, but yeah. I, I, I'm shocked. Like, I didn't think we were going to find anything. Yes. That's incredible. Look at that. Treasure. <laughs> These coins may well be part of Yamashita's treasure, and Henry plans on coming back soon with more high-tech equipment to do a full-scale excavation of the site. My expedition across the Philippines has been a journey into secret spaces. From forgotten passages beneath the streets of Manila, to flooded caverns, submerged tunnels, and remote caves. Along the way, I discovered how ruthless armies can be when it comes to hiding stolen wealth, and how ruthless governments can be to claim it for themselves. But it's also clear that brave explorers and determined believers are willing to risk life and limb in their quest to recover the riches. Their determination, their humor, and their passion are an inspiration. And in this treasure-obsessed country, I sincerely hope that one day soon, they stumble upon the rest of Yamashita's gold. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 